0: Gracias por escuchando este podcast, Chuck Yates Necesito Trabajo! Chuck Yates needs a job Chuck Yates needs a job Chuck Yates needs a job or else he'll just keep recording pods Chuck Yates needs a job Chuck Yates needs a job Chuck Yates needs a job Maybe something like the one he lost I wanna find him a good position I hope it becomes a smooth transition I wanna find him a good position Cause he's getting on my nerves Chuck Yates needs a job Chuck Yates needs a job Chuck Yates needs a job, or else he'll just keep recording pods. Chuck Yates needs a job. Chuck Yates needs a job. Chuck Yates needs a job, maybe something like the one he lost. I want to get him a good position. I hope it becomes a smooth transition. I want to find him a great position, cause he's getting on my nerves.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the first, and dare I say annual, Kitty's Christmas special here on the Chuck Yates Needs a Job podcast. And we're going to have a lot of fun today. We really are. We've got some of Kitty's songs. We've got some incredibly talented musicians actually recording those songs. So it'll be great to actually uh, hear the songs as opposed to reading captions. We've got Kitty's Naughty and Nice List that is actually going to be presented by Jen Evans. So I'm pretty excited about that. I've got some great Christmas facts that we'll go through. So we'll have a good time celebrating the holiday season. But just before we get started, I just wanted to say 2020 has been a shit show. I mean, it really has. We all know that. We've got this pandemic that arguably pushed our industry to the brink. We've had folks lose their jobs, financial worries. We've had friends die from this pandemic, Um, tons of uncertainty. And all the while we've had to do this while we're navigating kind of the live our lives, but at the same time quarantining and we've had a lot of time alone I mean, I quarantined pretty heavy from March through most of the summer, and the time alone, I mean, I thought the, the, the voices in my head would uh, would actually get a lot, little louder. Fortunately, they didn't, although I did have a moment where I was thinking that maybe the Unabomber was just a little bit misunderstood, but I mean, quarantining, the lack of human contact, both physically not being able to give somebody a hug, not being able to grab a beer with someone... I mean, it has played a mindfuck on our, uh, on our wellness, no doubt. And uh, so with that, as a backdrop, I do want to say one thing, though. If you can practice a grateful life, it is a better life. Um, I've always kind of believed that, that if you can look at things, look at the bright side of things— Think through what you're grateful for, what you give thanks for, and truly give thanks for it. You're better off. And medical science is actually starting to uh, to show that as well. Studies show positive attitude leads to better health, better immune systems, better sleep, better outlook, and and all that. And so, at the risk of uh, at the risk of um, doing this in the face of 2020, I would like to say, let's see if we can lead a grateful life coming into to 2022 and, or 2021. And I'll just tell you some things I'm grateful for. And, and uh, one of the biggest, if not the biggest thing I'm grateful for is my kids. I love the fact that my son Charlie has found his passion. And I'm just so proud of the time, energy, and effort he's putting into his music. For those of you who haven't heard it, I'll tweet some of it out. I think it's really good stuff. I may be being proud of Papa, but I'm really, really proud of him for finding that and the work he's putting in on it. My daughter, Sarah, is just amazing. She has grown into this just wonderfully self-confident young woman who has just a wickedly delightful sense of humor. She and I were driving down the road the other day, and she looked over at me and said, Hey, Dad have you ever dated Jewel? And I kind of laughed. I said, no, Jewel and I have always just been friends. Sarah looked at me and said, huh, you failed at that too. Oh, hang on, it gets even better. So I kind of laughed and I said, well, sweetie, you know, Jewel really likes her macho athlete types. Sarah looked at me and kind of rolled her eyes and said, hey, I guess that Peloton just doesn't match up. So I just and 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 that's a daily occurrence with my daughter, Sarah. It is amazing what she's grown into. Five percent of me gets a little mad, but ninety five percent of me is going, "Gosh, this is awesome." And then my baby Kelly, my daughter, Kelly, loves life like nobody else. Her love of life is just unparalleled. And I could give you a hundred stories about how she's always happy. You could tell her the world's going to end tomorrow, and she'd look at you and go, well, do you want to see me do a cartwheel? Said, of course I would, sweetie. But there was a, a, a great moment this summer. We were sitting there, and I told her, I said, you know, there's a day when you pick up your child and you set him down, and that's the last time you ever pick him up. She looked at me. She ran, jumped in my arms, and whispered in my ear, well, Daddy. Today is not that day. And so I just love, love how Kelly loves life. So I'm totally grateful for my children, uh, particularly, you know, going through getting publicly booted and, and all the uh, trials and tribulations of, of having that happen. The, uh, the more I kind of went through that, the more I focused on the kids, and the more time I got to spend with the kids because I didn't have a job. It truly, truly was a blessing so just a quick list, David and Josh who kind of got me started on this path, I really appreciate Chase and Andy here in the studio, y'all have been great doing this. My guests who have been so gracious with their time, their thoughts, their hearts, their opening, openness, Fish, Patrick, BRV, Kitty, Tishon, Energy Cynic, John W.B. Rich, Greg Kane, and Budagate. And, of course, Sarah Catalan. Uh, My new partners, Jake and Colin. Man, I'm so grateful knowing that I won't be the shortest person in any company group photo. So I've got a lot to be grateful for this year. And I'm going to challenge you to do two things. One, kind of speaking of Jewel, she's got a website called JewelNeverBroken.com. You ought to go there. She's got some good stuff on mindfulness, wellness, and uh, she's got some gratitude exercises to work on that I think are pretty good. And, and, and I'm just going to share two exercises that I'm going to ask everybody to do. I'm going to do them this year. Uh, but before the end of the year, take out a sheet of paper, write a thank you letter to someone that impacted you in a really positive way, and you're unsure that you, um, you actually thank them for that. And it can be somebody living. It can be somebody that's passed away. If it's living, send it to them. Make sure they get it. And if they've passed away, maybe there's a special ceremony, special moment you can have. Maybe read it to one of their loved ones, something along those lines. But definitely go write that letter. And then the second exercise to do, and we'll do this together through the year, is as things happen that you're grateful for, seeing your daughter Kelly do a cartwheel, getting a sarcastic remark from your daughter Sarah hearing one of Charlie's new songs, write it on a sheet of paper, fold it up, put it in a vase, put it in a a basket, a bowl, something. Keep track of them. And then uh, next year at hopefully the second annual Kitty Christmas special on the podcast, maybe we'll read some of those out loud. Because definitely uh, reading back, looking through the year, things you're grateful for, it's a good exercise to go through. So let's jump in and get to some of Kitty's music because we've all seen the lyrics online. They're great. And uh, his twist of Santa Claus is coming to town is pretty good. But just a little backdrop on the story, and it goes along the lines of what we were just talking about. James Haven Gillespie was actually broke, jobless, and literally his brother had just died when he was hired to write a Christmas song. And he was so overcome by grief and emotion that he didn't think he could do it. But it was interesting. He found inspiration in his brother's death and actually was grateful for the Christmas memories they had shared together. That's how he was able to write Santa Claus is coming to town. And a little bit of an ironic twist, and maybe not so grateful, <laughs> but Kitty nonetheless. Let's take a listen to WPX is leaving T-Town. Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. Better not
2: pout, I'm telling you why. WPX is leaving T-Town. Rick's making a list. Clay's checking it twice. They're gonna find out who's naughty or nice. WPX is leaving T-Town. They can see you when you're logged in, and they know when you're logged out. Those two run this new shale clown show better hope that you stand out. Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout, I'm telling you why, cause WPX is leaving T-Town. Say you're safe for this year Reassured this merger's great However, for it all to work Gotta trim off that dead weight You better watch out You better not cry You better not pout I'm telling you why WPX is leaving T-Town
1: Thanks, Matt and Ron. That was awesome. Quick story for you. In 1955, Sears ran an ad in a local paper to print the phone number where kids could call and tell Santa what they wanted. Unfortunately, there was a misprint on the number, and the number that was actually printed in the paper in the ad was the hotline of the Director of Operations for the U.S. Continental Air Defense. So as all these little kids start calling the air defense system, Colonel Shoup, who was in charge that night, told his staff, give the kids updates on the flight coordinates of Santa. Thus began the NORAD tradition of reporting to kids where Santa was. In this day and age of cynicism and distrust of the government, I think that was actually really, really cool of Colonel Shoup. I'd like to dedicate a song to him. This probably isn't the right song to dedicate to him, but let's hear Let It Flow by Kitty.
2: Oh, well, the EURs are so frightful, but their IPs were so delightful. Our debt is out of control. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Our net broad, it keeps on growing. The fancy IR slides we're showing. It's a smoke and mirror show. All for show, all for show, all for show Though we claim we could drill it tight The wells talked and forecasts were torn Now our inventory's feeling light May have to fire our board Our stock is slowly dying And our reserves we're still revising But as long as we're a shit co Gotta grow, gotta grow, gotta grow Gotta grow, gotta grow, gotta grow. Gotta grow, gotta grow, gotta grow.
1: Let it grow, let it grow, let it grow. Ah, brings back memories. I can't tell you how many times I had to sit around and discuss with folks, Growth does not equal return or creation of value. There is a concept of return of capital and return on capital that has nothing to do with production growth. But anyway, need we ruin the holidays with such talk? This is really a cool story. So back in 1965, nine days before Christmas, two astronauts were aboard Gemini 6. They called down to mission control. They reported on an unidentified flying object that was about to enter the Earth's orbit. They said there appears to be a larger command module unit and eight smaller units heading north to south. Mission control scrambled, and while they did, astronauts Wally Skura and Tom Stafford broke into a rousing rendition of Jingle Bells with a harmonica and sleigh bells they had smuggled on board. Needless to say Mission Control was in a stunned silence until they realized what the astronauts had done to them and then they got a big laugh out of it. Kinda of the same as me listening to this next song, Kitty's Take on Little Drummer Boy. Drill they told me parum
2: pump pum pum A huge new play you see parum pum pum pump. Has so much TOC, pa rum pum pum -pum. Full of porosity, pa rum pum 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 Rum -pum -pum pum rum pum 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 Yes, it's premium crude, pa rum pum 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 Gas comes with liquids too, pa rum pum 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 And it has fast drilling, pa rum pum pum Plus there is no faulting, pa rum pum 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 pum, rum pum pum Shall I drill for you? Shall I frack for you? New big play, Buddha game.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm still kind of disturbed by that version of that song. (laughs) All right, gang. New Year's resolution. I know uh, this is the holiday show, but we'll go ahead and do this. I pledge in 2021, no more voice distortion. I have literally gotten hate mail about the voice distortion that we've done. and So, uh, Kitty here, I th- Um,
2: so, uh, Kitty here, I... Th- uh, Kitty here,
1: I- You know, it's tough with the Anons. They want to remain anonymous. We have to turn the distortion up, so no more of that. If any Anon wants to come on, hint, 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 Mr. Skilling, we're waiting for you. What we're going to do is we'll actually transcribe the pod and we're going to hire a voice actor or actress to come on and just read the other side of it. I think that'll make for a much better experience for all involved. And so I'm very delighted to announce our first test run of that. And I'm so pleased that we actually have Jen Dubay Evans on in the role of Kitty. And let's do the Kitty's who's been naughty, who's been nice.
3: Thanks, Chuck, for having me on. This is my first podcast, and what a fun one to be included on.
1: Hey, Jen, I'm so excited to be your first. This is awesome.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I've actually met Kitty in real life, and Kitty is just as fun as you can imagine and smart as hell. And for those of you with the question, the big question, Yes, kitty really does meow in real life. So, I'm thrilled <laughs> nice. to be able to be I'm thrilled to be kitty for the day.
1: Nice, nice. Well, before we read Kitty's naughty and nice list or you read Kitty's naughty and nice list, real quick, we were talking earlier in the pod, we started off with uh gratitude. So, in a moment of of seriousness, I think that's one of the, when you listen to the pod, you'll hear I'm kind of making a, a push that we all need to, despite how bad 2020 has been, we need to uh, be able to practice gratitude. It's good for our health, et cetera. So, Jen, what what are you grateful for?
3: Uh, I think being grateful is an incredibly important thing to be healthy. And I've been practicing gratitude lists for well over a decade, so this was an easy, easy question for me. Um, as crazy as it sounds, 2020 has been overwhelmingly a positive year for me. It gave me a chance to kind of slow down and reflect on what I wanna do going forward and what's most important to me and my family. And I've actually taken some big steps to move in those directions. Um, so I, I'm actually grateful for the time to just slow down and just sit in the moment and figure out what exactly we want to do, and how we become a more positive influence in the world around us. And I also really appreciate um, the amazing community I found in EFT and FinTwit. I've made some really great friends this year. And I'm thankful to have each one of them in my life. And we have a really special community and thing going on Twitter. I hope I hope we can keep it up. But it's been actually a really good year for me. So I'm grateful that For as much destruction and um, devastation I see in the world around me, I actually feel like this has been a really uh, a really positive year for me personally.
1: Good, good. I'm really happy about it. I I will actually say I'm grateful for the night me, you and Renata had a dinner at uh, Nobu. That was a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, that was definitely a highlight this fall. I really enjoyed that too. So, and I hope we, I hope we as a community are able to do more of those types of things. I've actually been able to meet with several different groups of Twitter friends and each one has been a lovely, a lovely experience. So I do encourage our community to reach out and get to know people that we've connected to on this online forum in real life because human connection is really important. It's something we've lost this year.
1: No doubt. No doubt. So you better watch out, you better not cry, better not tell me Santa Claus, blah 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 blah. He's making a list, he's checking it twice, he's gonna find out who's naughty and nice. So without further ado, Jen, lay on us Kitty's naughty and nice list, and I heard there might be a Jen edit or two in there. So lay it <laughs> on us.
3: On Kitty's nice list this year. First up. Scott Shuffle for getting his son a nice payout.
0: <laughs>
3: the BP CEO for solely responsible for saving the planet because they are so out of whack and Santa wants to keep the North Pole from losing snow. Don Burdick makes the list for making deep gassy stack sexy again. Nice. Mr. and Mrs. Skilling. For their faithful devotion to exposing the bad actors and actresses in the oil and gas shit patch, and I'm going to add for making me laugh, Kenny Lay. Absolutely, absolutely right, Kenny Lay for his faithful devotion to EFT, and of course Friday night roll call, which, if we're all honest, is the highlight of most of our weeks. And I have a couple of additions to Kitty's list. First up, Billy Ray. Okay, first up is Billy Ray's Nog Play for giving us endless material. And although I guess this one could go either way, depending on when you bought it, we all have to uh, admit that it's been a source of endless uh, joy and um, and teasy. So that's been fun this year. And my big addition is I... Want to give big props to Energy Credit One and the entire EFT fundraising team for raising $173,394 for Oil Helping Hands, which will go to help several energy industry families that really need some support this crazy year. So that is the big the time. Nice list.
1: Big time big time kudos to you guys for pulling that to, uh, together. That was, uh, that was really cool. I, uh, you know, it was interesting because cynic had come on the podcast and had really called for leadership and, uh, energy credit one and you and skilling and, and everybody, you know, quick draw and everybody in that group that that came together to raise the money. That was, uh, that was really, really cool. So, who gets a lump of coal this year? Who's on the naughty list?
3: All right. The naughty list starts off with Frack Slap We're not smoking the promised pound of weed that he claimed on EFT. So someone's going to hold him to that because they're not letting that one go. And you know what's also- so funny
1: is that was, that was like over a year ago. Yeah, I'm so glad that EFT is still just clinging to that. That is so awesome.
3: Yeah, we have long memories. We don't we don't let anything go. So, uh, yeah, Colin, you're going to have to step up to the plate one of these days, buddy, and it's going to have to be in a public forum because you're not getting out of that one. So uh, next up is the BMO head office in Toronto for firing 70-plus people on a team's call the morning after Thanksgiving holidays and paying no bonuses to bankers and Crap Severance, Merry Christmas from Toronto, 52 year present in Houston, gone over a team's call. Yikes. Ouch. Uh, dub- yes, ouch. And there's a lot of those that could make that list, but that one was particularly brutal. W2- WPX makes the list, the ultimate hypocritical abandonment of their own city. And XOM, take all the benefits 401k and jobs away, but heaven forbid they touch that dividend.
1: Ooh.
3: Yeah. China for releasing the Rona. I think we all can feel that one intimately. And all they actually
1: China, China would probably actually enjoy the lump of coal. So we're going to have to amend that. We're going to have to give them something, uh, something worse. Maybe we'll send them Hunter Biden.
3: Uh, yeah, we he could, they can keep him right because they could actually use the coal. in One of the I don't know how many more coal plants they're building, but sure, you know their green new energy push is going to be saving the world, right? But forget all those exactly. coal plants they're building. Uh, last up is all executives that receive fat payouts as their respective companies went bankrupt. So that ends Kitty's list, and my addition would be. Two core EFT guys who need to kiss and make up, or I really might just get out the duct tape, and y'all know who you are. So that ends the naughty and nice list.
1: <laughs> That's funny. The duct tape, I like that. Well, Jen, you were awesome to uh, to come on and and do this. I uh, I enjoyed this much more than uh, than uh, talking to Kitty on the pod because. Uh, Talking to Kitty on the pod seemed to be every other uh, sound coming out of his side of the phone was popping of a white claw hand. So,
3: <laughs> no, no white cloth here this morning. So, um, I would like to just finish up to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And I just hope that. 2021 is a more joyful and prosperous new year for all of us. So, have a wonderful Christmas and and happy holidays, everyone, and much love to you all.
1: Amen.
2: Doggy the Shale Man, he's a shitty CEO of a company with a whack ass name that sounds pharmaceutical. Dougie, the shale man incinerates cash all day Assets made of shale, drills too many wells, got a cube up every play He thought there was some magic in that new filled stack they bought But now the world knows it is an overhyped shitty rock Oh Dougie, the shale man had a blowout at BP Torch Dovinative into a pile of trash, but he's richer than you and me Dougie the shale man loves economies of scale Got to drive down cost and I am the boss, they will cube up as I say Down to the map room with a sharpie in his hand Marking here and there and on every square Saying drill me if you can He thought there was some magic in that Howard County rock Drop seven bill on Athlon Sent bullet to his stock Dougie the shale man Had the board wrap around his thumb When it's bonus time, yeah his earnings climb But you'll only get a crumb Look at that, Dougie! Go thumpity thump thump thumpity thump thump. The capital burning, Pro. All oh, that, Dougie.
1: Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the first annual Kitty's Christmas Special on the Chuck Yates Needs a Job podcast. And in all seriousness. I truly am grateful to you, the audience, for tuning in, listening to this. When I first recorded uh, the episode with Fish, I really thought that maybe only my mom would download it. And there was even a little doubt there because she's a bit of a technology Luddite. But you guys have downloaded it. You've retweeted it. You've tweeted out compliments. You've tweeted out let's call it constructive criticism and it really does mean a great deal to me that you guys are listening to this and we're causing some conversation and some things to happen out there so truly truly i'm grateful to you guys we're going to take the next two weeks off we'll be back after the first of the year with some more podcasts but in the meantime i bid you happy holidays and i leave you with this Should all acquaintance be forgot? Cause you know I lost my job Can't even get an interview Because I dress like a slob I cried for days and quarantine, and then I made this pod. So please subscribe and download too, cuz Chuck Yates needs us. Job and a sponsor, to wouldn't hurt.